Hello. Hello. Welcome to our podcast. Today, Today we're going to talk about the President Roosevelt and his infamous square deal. Of course we are. This is one of his most important domestic policies that came from the 20th century. Hold up. Before we go any further, I'm sure lots of our listeners are confused on what a domestic policy is. Well, for those who are unaware, it is simply a domestic policy, which is an administrative decision made by the government relating to all domestic affairs, meaning within the United States. And I just mentioned Roosevelt, who implemented the square deal. Let's recap his presidency real quick and see what type of person he was. I've done some research, and I found out he was quite a talkative person who could talk someone's ear off any day of the week. Yes, a talkative guy, but also a caring guy. He is widely known for being the first president who cared for the common people, ultimately abolishing the corrupt, laissez-faire economy. Wait a moment. That's not English. What does that mean? Oh, laissez-faire. It's the hands-off approach the government took, not intervening in private business and allowing them and not allowing them to grow into overpowering monopolies. Now that we have a background on President Roosevelt, we can better understand the Square Deal, which was a policy loosely based on three main ideas. Controlling the corporations, protection of the consumer, and the conservation of natural resources and parks. Okay, let's run through each topic and discuss them. Sounds good. First, Roosevelt's efforts to protect the average American consumer. Yes, this was largely influenced by the book The Jungle, written by Upton Sinclair, who was a muckraker. He exposed the corrupt and unsanitary process of the Chicago meatpacking business. Like many consumers, Roosevelt was appalled with the process of meatpacking. He wanted to permanently change the meatpacking industry and ensure that foods were being made safely. So, to drive this point forward, his administration passed the Pure Food and Drug Act, which was passed in 1906. This was a series of laws that called for health codes and regulations for producing food. So the Pure Food and Drug Act was an overarching law passed to address the effort of fixing the food industry, cleaning up the process and making it more reasonable. And then there was the Meat Act, pertaining specifically to the meatpacking industry and prohibiting the sale of bad and unsanitary meat. Do you think these laws were helpful? Yeah, they served on their purpose and they were threatening fines and shutting down businesses if they didn't run their business more cleanly. Okay, so another part of the square deal was the conservation of natural resources. This is one pretty self-explanatory. Roosevelt protected large quantities of land, preserved land to be preserved, and um, one act that he passed during this time was the Antiquities Act. So the Antiquities Act set aside historical sites to be protected against from demolition, excavation, and exposure to the public. In addition to the Antiquities Act, Roosevelt made efforts to protect large quantities of government land to remain natural. For example, Roosevelt set aside the Grand Canyon, naming it a national park. So Roosevelt genuinely, genuinely cared about the protection of lands and natural resources, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, this quote from Roosevelt shows us his appreciation for the land. He said, We have become great because of the lavish use of our resources, but the time has come to inquire seriously what will happen when our forests are gone, when the coal, the iron, the oil, and the gas are exhausted, when the soil still further impoverished and washed into the streams, polluting the rivers and denuding the fields and obstructing navigation. Okay, great. Great quote to wrap things up with the environmental aspect of the square deal. Now we have the third and final part of the deal, which is focused on improving working conditions. So earlier, Tanner, you mentioned that Roosevelt was a caring guy? Yes, so it's no surprise that he worked on improving working conditions for the working class. One way that Roosevelt improved his working conditions was the coal strike of 1902, where workers went on strike because of bad working conditions, low wage and low wages. When workers refused to return to work and the prices of coal skyrocketed, 
President Roosevelt intervened. Being the first president to intervene, Roosevelt threatened to seize the mines and have them run by the army if major changes were not made. Roosevelt advocated for the workers, helping them earn a nine-hour day and a 10% pay increase. The coal strike of 1902 is a wonderful example of how Roosevelt helped advocate for better working conditions. Later on, in Roosevelt's presidency, he passed the Fair Labor Standards Act in 1938, ensuring minimum wage, overtime pay regulations, and age restrictions. In my opinion, President Roosevelt paved the way for the working class. He was the first president to finally give rights to them and show that he cared. I think Roosevelt's square duel is quite possibly one of his proudest accomplishments during his presidency. He implemented three very important and integral parts to our society all within one policy. President Roosevelt impacted our lives and many others with this one important law. He saw the problems and took action that was needed. He was an outstanding president and his square deal surely proves it.